Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to my home. Hey, the action in this town for the next hour is right here. This afternoon, right at home with Rich. I'm your host, Rich Ors. Thanks for tuning in with me today. And I am a senior home consultant with Mosby Building Arts. And I see a lot of foundation issues out there as, as I'm running around looking at stuff in our area and perform some really great repairs with my guest today from Helitech, Mr. Randy Pantano. So you can call us today and ask us any foundation repair question, we have the expert right here with us today, or any home improvement questions still, the number you need, 314-241-9797. And as always, when you call in, you'll be eligible for that $25 Stephanina's gift card giveaway, a great dinner for two. You'll absolutely love that authentic Italian restaurant with a great family atmosphere. You can check them out in O'Fallon, Missouri, or one of their other five locations. They have a couple in St. Charles, one in St. Peter's, Winghaven, and one in Chesterfield Town Center. Again, write this down, the number you need, 314-241-9797. Make sure you leave us your phone number when you call in so we can give you a call back next week, and we'll pick one lucky winner and get that gift card out to you at the end of the show. So we've got a great lineup, a lot of information for you today. We'll be covering everything foundations. We'll be talking about leaking and sinking and cracking and bowing foundations, concrete movement, everything concrete, everything foundation with Randy today. Doesn't matter. We've got it. And always remember, halfway through the show, I will bring out another right-at-home hack You don't want to miss this. So to get things started, the question I'd like to put out for everybody today, I'm going to do a real easy one, easy to find out, easy to call in and answer, but you'll get your name in on that gift card giveaway. It'll get your name in the hat. So the question for everyone today is, how many homes has Helitech healed? They've been, it's in their commercials, it's on their ads, they talk about, you know, healing homes. All this stuff, they've done a lot of homes. So if you think you know how many they've healed, give us a call, answer the question, and you will be in on that gift card giveaway. So one more time, the number 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797. So I I don't want to drag this out any longer. Um, So to get things started, Randy, my guest, Randy Pantano today. How are you doing today, Randy? Good morning, Rich. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Hey, thanks for being here. Always love it and appreciate it. And we do, you know, a lot of great work together. It's nice having someone that you deal with all the time on, too, because, you know, you know each other and it's just easy conversation to have. And we're having, you know, all these uh, conversations and communications out in the field looking at projects and meeting on projects and, and getting homes homes healed with Helitech with Mosby by your side. So 
we do a lot of that stuff together. So I guess my question for you today, because we've had a lot of different, I mean, the, the rains are kind of coming, but then they go for a while. It's hot for a while. Then it rains again for a while. Um, and we get some real, we've had some really huge gully washer, heavy rains. So, you know, I know this changes everything up. So what, what have you just been seeing out there lately going on in St. Louis with everybody's foundations? Yeah, we're still, believe it or not, Rich, dealing with water issues since we were so backlogged uh, from all that rain that uh, we're still okay. finally somewhat getting caught up with that. But now we got some more really heavy rains coming tomorrow afternoon. If you have under forecast after 4 o'clock, it could be 1 to 3 inches. So I would uh, encourage everyone today, if you're out and about any yards, to make sure those gutters are clean because it's going to have a lot to do with it. But uh, yeah, And then this dry spell with the shrinking of soil, the good old Missouri clay shrinking and swelling, plays havoc on foundations where uh, cracks get larger and, and settlement happens and uh, all kinds of things with your foundation with these kind of crazy weather patterns that we have uh, uh, this summer. But uh, the primary uh, issues is still water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, haven't had enough dryness in between and heat in between probably to get rid of most of them. And I know, too, you know, as that ground kind of shrinks, you know, it happens for like a week. But then, boy, you get all that rain and it's just got all the opportunity to to get it in and, and get it around you know, your foundation. And, and if you think about it, um, you know, way back in time, you go back to like the grandparents, um, where they used to actually water the foundation, you know, they would literally see that stuff, you know, cause there was a lot less ways probably then too, to control a lot of this. So they would try and keep that, you know, when it's dry, keep that ground swollen they knew enough that man when it does dry and shrink the water can start come rushing in so they would purposely like water around the foundation to try and keep that soil um you know thicker and and up against the foundation and keep the water running away on top um so kind of amazing but we've come up with a lot of you know fixes for for that stuff so you don't necessarily have to be out there watering your foundation in dry times and everything to try and you know, keep that water. Now we can manage it and we have all these systems. So, um, if you could just kind of explain to everybody, you know, kind of the, the, the hydroway system, it's the one we put in the basement that we're doing and you guys are done and we're, we're like in the drywall phase now taping and mudding and stuff, but, um, and, and great system. Explain that hydroway system real quick, how that, that works and functions for everyone. Yeah, good advice to on water the foundation as, as well. They still do that today in Texas quite a bit. There's not uh, basements in Texas, but if yeah. you want to keep that soil moisture consistent year-round if you could and not that extreme dry and extreme wet. Uh, how we management, as you mentioned before, is the hydroway system. Uh, uh, invented by Monsanto, believe it or not, years ago, an engineer from Monsanto oh, okay. and Solutia. And it was made actually for flash flooding with uh, IDOT and MoDOT on highways, yeah. uh, ball fields, soccer fields, uh, golf courses. Uh, it just really handles water well, replaces the standard drain tile system, which is your rock and pipe that uses rock to filter and little slots yeah. for water to get into and the water doesn't flow and it crushes when it gets down and wavy. And I mean, you know the story there with... Oh, I've seen uh, my fair share mm-hmm. of those crushed yes. for sure, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so it's an excellent system, Hydroway 2000. It can be used, as I mentioned, outside on for water control with uh, our, uh, like a French drain system as well as in basements uh, for waterproofing. Uh, we install it. At, uh, water can come in. You're Basically, when a house is built, uh, I, for example, I get calls on top of the hill and I still got water in the basement. It don't make any sense. Well, yeah. when a house is built, there's still a clay bowl. 
that yeah. is dug out, the farms are set, the foundation's poured, and then the house is built on top of that. So you have that four to five feet overdig around a house, uh, no matter what, on bottom hill or top of the hill where it gets saturated. Once it gets saturated, then it comes in a house of the path of least resistance, which would be like a wall crack or the wall and footing meet or the footing and floor meet. Uh, there are three points of entry, basically, is, is wall, floor, and footing. And so we install our hydroway system uh, right there at the wall and floor joint. And that's like a gutter for your roof. It would be for a gutter for your basement, catching the water underneath the basement and going to a sump pump and pumping it out. And we offer a life restructure warranty that is a permanent repair and fully transferable if when you sell your house. Yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we've done a ton of these systems, you know, with you guys, and and we we love that system and how it works and 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 flows and and all that stuff. So we've examined you know some of the different systems out there, and we too at Mosby believe this is the best one out there, you know, to handle that water around your foundation. So we're gonna get to our first break here, I think, and we'll touch on some more of this stuff when we get back and i also want to remind everybody if you can answer that question how many homes has Hila tech healed an easy way to get in on this gift card giveaway 314-241-9797 all right we are back and i'm going to jump right into this because we have so much information um i love having you on randy i love doing the thing with Hila tech simply because we could do this forever because there's just so much information out there about everything that you guys do about all the different types of systems and everything and so we were kind of touching on that hydroway system and you know I I was I was mentioning how we think it's the best system you know out there and everything but what do we know you know what I mean like you know take my word for it but um, so you were talking about kind of some of the flow rates and some of the information out there, and it sounds like there's some stuff on YouTube that people could even go see or whatever. So can you just explain to everybody, you know, how well that system works and what all that means? Yes. Yeah. Good question. Which we, you know, everybody thinks their system is best and rightly so, you know, if I drive a Ford, towards better Chevy, et cetera, but we actually have proof that our system is the best through a time test, and anybody can Google it on YouTube, the Hydroway 2000, and it's actually a five-gallon bucket test of a, a time test how long it takes to drain. And uh, your standard drain towel system that you see day in and day out in builders' houses, and uh, a lot of yeah. people use it for the gutters. In my house. Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it uh, takes 27 seconds to drain a five-gallon bucket of water, and uh, when you compare that to the Hydroway system, it takes only six seconds. So wow. there's, there's nothing that really drains it faster. And the reason being is the, you think that four-inch pipe is going to drain pretty good, but the outflow is little slots in it. And uh, yeah. with the hydroway system, 75% of that takes water, and that's why it drains so quick. And the fabric is so tight um, that it does not let salt in, and it's not your typical filter system. Like coffee filter, furnace filter, it has to be changed. It is designed filter to work under pressure. It yeah. only allows water to go through, and uh, literally it's the fastest system on the market to get water out of your house. Yeah, you know, and, and something I've personally seen out there before too, because there are there are different types of systems out there. There's tons of them, and and you know some of them are probably marginally better than the standard kind of builder, you know, um, black pipe and rock system. But um, I've I've actually seen systems that that you know companies have put in 
that go on top of the footing. And that one to me is always like, wow, okay, so yours literally goes kind of where the same place where the, the, the builder would put their system is kind of next to the footing along the side of that footing, literally gets down to the bottom edge of that footing. So in someone might say, well, what's the real importance of that? Well, I have actually been in more than one house, probably at least three or four, maybe where they're older homes, they have thinner concrete floors and stuff. And they had a system put in that's on top of the footing. And, but with the floor slope in, in a bigger, older home like that, the floor actually sloped down to the drain lower than the bottom of that system. So the actual top of the concrete got lower than the top of the footing in the middle of the basement, 35 feet away. Well, water starts, you know, they're like, I'm getting water in the middle of my basement. And I'm like, well, okay. So, but it's coming around the edges and it's, you know, it's not, as it lifts up, you know, water is like a P trap. It's going to seek level. And I'm like, so you're going to start seeing it over here. You actually shoot grade and find out how much fall there is. And you go, absolutely. You're, you're lower here than here. And I've actually, unfortunately had to recommend to people, you need to go to this other system and it's going to be another eight inches down and it's going to pick this water up before it gets to the middle of your basement. And have you seen quite a few of those and, and, you know, running around out there? Yeah. Especially with uh, the customers where they have floor cracks leaking. Yeah. It shows you the water is underneath the floor. If yeah. the system is on top of footing, it's not where the water is. And therefore a lot of water still stays underneath the floor and the cracks still leak. And it's a high-maintenance system where there's uh, excess ports that have to be maintained once a year. And quite frankly, you never stop paying for the system with annual maintenance every year. Uh, if Yieldtech waterproofs your basement, you certainly never want to call us again. Yeah. And uh, speaking about calling us again, you can reach us at 1-800-246-9721, our, our website as well, which is yieldtechonline.com. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I it, it's who we use. It's who we recommend. It's you know, a lot of great things going on out there with that. Um, so what I'd probably do is cause crawl spaces are just like a short basement with, without concrete, usually on, on, on the floor. Um, so when you get, you know, mold in a crawl space, when you're getting the, the, and sometimes it's moisture, not necessarily, you know, water, but um, can you kind of explain the the liner system and, and what do you guys, how do you address the same sort of scenarios into a crawl space as opposed, you know, full seven, eight, nine foot pour foundation or whatever? Yes, I've ran in the houses, Rich, where the hardwood floors were warping because there was so much moisture underneath the crawl space. We work both sides of the river, Missouri and Illinois. In Illinois, there's a lot of crawl spaces. And uh, you have a lot of moisture underneath the crawl spaces, and that air space has to be conditioned. Uh, it's a dirt floor, and so naturally it's going to get wet. And that's you know, Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink 
what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Basically, you have a terrarium down there. Uh, even can grow mold, and it comes up through uh, the floor, the wood floor that's porous. And sometimes they even have their furnaces in the crawl spaces, and it goes yeah. through the cold air return, and you're blowing mold spores upstairs. So that has to be a conditioned space. We did it with a, uh, a hydro liner. A uh, good uh, 11, 12 mil thick liner that lined the floor and the walls. Yeah. And you can also insulate the walls too with a foam board. And then we treat it just like a basement with the hydroway system and, and sump pump and put a commercial grade dehumidifier in there that'll do up to 110 points a day versus 30 points. And, and also uh, cleans that airspace up to two microns, which is dust bullets, mold spores, dust mites, things like that. So it cleans the air as well as dehumidifies it. And there, and then we also close the vents off too. That's another theory. Old school is to open the vents, and new school is to close the vents yeah. if it's conditioned air. Yeah. Uh, because you're trying to bring that hot air in, trying to cool it, vice versa in wintertime. And uh, so you, the point is, you want to make that where it actually can be storage and living space at the end of the day when it's completed by Heliotech, your crawl space. Yeah, yeah. And I would, you know, treat a new crawl space you know the same way with if you have a house that's got you know um a system and everything and, and you're say you're adding a room addition and you're going to do it on a crawl space um which a lot of room additions are done that way because you know it's saving a ton on the foundation and and all that stuff um you know treat that like that new construction home treat that you know put that drainage system in it you know when we do that, we we like to go ahead and put that system in, put that liner in, keep that moisture, you know, separated and and out, and we never, you know, ventilate them like that anymore. And you actually ventilate them from the basement itself in order to let the air circulate and everything. And and basically, once you do that liner, it's like it's a three foot tall basement is pretty much what it is instead of a eight foot tall basement, but it's under the same conditions and it can work and function. And, um, the other thing I see all the time is, um, so in the crawl space, because they had that ventilation run across, they insulate the subfloor. And <clears throat> when you get air infiltrating around and through that insulation, I've actually, seen several cases where the the fiberglass insulation on the subfloor literally makes the floor above that crawl space colder because once air infiltrates through it it'll hold temperature difference very well but if you get air moving and air blowing and you're ventilating and you've got you know these these vents open and stuff once that air infiltrates around the band board and starts blowing through there it literally then holds that temperature up to the subfloor, makes that room even colder. And I'm like, nope, treat it like a regular basement. You will be so much better off and so much drier and healthier and warmer and comfortable. You know, it's just the best way to go about. So um, we're going to get to a hard break here, but I want to remind everybody to uh, feel free to give us a call for any foundation questions you have, home improvement questions you have. Phone lines are wide open, 314-241-9797. All right, we are back. We are running through this halfway through the show. I know I, I always promise halfway through the show, 
I'll get to my hack, but I'm going to go ahead since we got Carl on the line. I'm going to go ahead and take the call and go through that prior to getting to the hack. But my hack will be up next after this. So, uh, Carl, are you with us? And what do you got going on for us? Yeah, uh, I plan on uh, remodeling my basement to make it a finished basement. Uh-huh. Now, I do have I do have a little. Uh, concrete crack in the basement window that some water gets in during heavy rains um so i gotta fix that okay uh, and then i was and then i was thinking about uh coating the rest of the walls with dry lock um and then uh for my floor i already put the uh plastic down for a couple days and i okay. don't get any moisture i don't get any moisture there but i was looking like on youtube and that kind of stuff and they were they were saying use uh, to coat the, the floor itself. Use like those uh, styrofoam uh, four by eight sheets, and then put plywood on top of that, uh, just to avoid you know any moisture coming up and stuff like that. Okay. So I was just wondering if that was you know kind of reasonable. I don't have any water in my basement other than that leaks out of that window, uh, so I got to get that fixed first. And then, like I said, I was thinking about dry locking uh, the whole wall. Uh, and then using these, they're, they're really insulation. Uh, they're like an uh, inch and a half. Yeah. Um, big foam four by eight sheets. They said put that down and then coat the floor with uh, plywood on top of that. And I was just kind of wondering if that was good advice or not. Okay. No, that is a, a perfect, excellent question. Um, and so, yeah, so for your walls... Um, the dry lock stuff will be perfectly fine. Um, and then for the crack, of course, you, you have Helitech come out and they can epoxy inject that crack for you. And that will stop the water, um, you know, coming through that crack. But the floor system, I would go a completely different direction. And here's why. Um, and, and one question for you, the, um, do you have a sump pump system already in that basement? No, and, and I don't have any problems okay. other than that window. I think it comes down from my gutters. Okay. Um, yeah, so I would address all that, you know, from it, try and figure that out and, and where it's coming from and, and where you can get that water to go and stuff because my only hesitation would be water runs downhill and it takes the path of least resistance. So if you stop sure. that water from coming in that crack, it's going to go somewhere else and it's going to go down and it's going to look for a different entrance, a different crack, something like that. But if you control it from the outside and you kind of stop the water from, from getting there so much, then you've got less of a, you know, worry that you're going to start getting water in around that floor. But as far as putting down like an insulation and plywood and stuff like that, I, I would not personally recommend doing any of that on that concrete basement floor. I would let okay. that floor breathe some. So, because you can get moisture underneath there and, and you'll get moisture vapor through that floor and it'll work its way up. So you might not get, you know, a whole lot of, um, you know, water. But if you start getting moisture because water starts coming around somewhere and it's just under the floor, or if you fix that crack and it starts getting under the floor, basically that insulation board is like non-permeable. It's going to hold 
any water, any moisture down. It's going to spread it out underneath it. And if you did start getting it there, then it's going to start molding and rotting away that plywood. And you'll end okay. up with a bigger mess underneath there. So I would go towards let the floor be able to breathe and put down a flooring on top of it that, you know, can can maybe help that. Ceramic tile is very, very good on top of a concrete basement floor for water, moisture, and, and stuff like that. Um, carpet can be fine only because it can still mold and get the issues with it. But if you started to have an issue, it would be the least costly thing to pull to back replace. and replace and, and things like that. Um, so or, I, I was cutting my basement in half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the half, the half I wasn't going to do is like where the washer and dryer is, where the air conditioner is, and things of that nature. And I have a drain in the floor right there uh, okay. on the half that I'm not going to do. Uh-huh. But I don't have a drain in the floor on the thing I want to do. Okay. Yeah, and you don't need the drain in there. The the drain on the, in the unfinished area is, is yeah, perfectly it's yeah, fine. Yeah, because my air conditioner has a little pipe. Yep. Uh, yeah, it has condensation lines going to it and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I would just try and pick something that, that breathes pretty well on that floor. A VCT um, tile will breathe really well, you know, on top of VCT? that concrete floor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they also make other floors like um, uh, there's a product called Cortec. It's like a, almost like a vinyl flooring. That's kind of like the the snap together. It could look like hardwood. It could look like tile. Things like that. Um, yeah, and I think it's like I a saw vinyl that material online or something. Okay, and that stuff you could literally you end up with a water issue. You could take it apart. You could clean it, and you could put it back together. Um, okay, so that's well, a really a good I product. Enjoy your show. All right, perfect. Well, Carl, right, thank I you. thank you for the question. Great question, and something we come up with all the time on. You know, how do we? do those basement floors and how do we keep that stuff, you know, kind of working and, and, and dry. And it is very difficult. And for everybody out there that doesn't know, so Carl did something, he's been paying attention a lot on what to do before you do your basement. Cause the plastic he was talking about on the floor is, you know, you take about a two foot by two foot sheet of clear plastic and you duct tape that down to your concrete floor on your basement and you leave it there for a couple days and check it, check it like every 12 hours or so. And, and if you start seeing droplets of moisture on that plastic, then you're getting a lot of moisture vapor through that floor. And there probably is some level of water or moisture underneath that floor. So it's a great test to do to get through, you know, figuring out, is there more that I need to do to my basement, you know, prior to finishing and all of that? And um, and so real quick, I'm going to run through my hack right now. Um, and, and so, Randy, you brought up something about buckling hardwood floors, which was, you know, really interesting. I've seen that before with the crawl spaces and moisture and water underneath the crawl spaces. And my hack today is actually... Um, hardwood floor hack. So, you know, hardwood floors are awesome. They're great. They're, they're, they make your home beautiful. They make it welcoming. Um, it adds value. Everybody loves them. But when you have pets, kids, 
high heels, heavy furniture. You have all these things that almost seem like they're designed to ruin your hardwood floor. Um, so if you're not careful with all this, it's going to leave scratches and dents and scuffs and marks, and you know kids are going to draw with marker. So luckily, I have a list of hardwood flooring hacks here with me today that you don't need to sweat this stuff anymore. There's all sorts of ways to correct some of these issues without completely redoing your hardwood floor. And the first one um, for scratches is actually using canola oil to remove scratches from your hardwood floor. You basically mix one part vinegar with two parts of canola oil, and you just use that, wipe it around, and use that mixture to kind of take those scratches, rub that over those scratches, and there's no need to wipe it away or clean it up. It will just put the shine right back on the floor and kind of visibly take that scratch away. Um, if you have gum or glue residue, sticky sticky stuff, tar from asphalt driveways on your, gets on your hardwood floor, you can actually use an ice cube to kind of freeze that up, set it on there, get it real nice and hard, and then you can pop that stuff right off the top of your hardwood floor. It makes it real easy to get that residue off your floor. Um, and related to a hack I did a month or so ago about toothpaste is permanent markers. So your little kid draws, you know, permanent marker on your hardwood floor. Well, toothpaste will take that right off. You can just put some of that on there, rub it around with like a microfiber cloth, and it'll, it'll wash that uh, marker right off of your hardwood floor. Um, so uh, another little tricky secret here is, and this is great for the wine drinkers out there because stabilizing your chairs, tables, things like that on top of your hardwood floor. So wobbling chairs create more scratches on hardwood floors than anything. So you can use corks from your wine bottles and, you know, cut them to the right thickness, glue it on the bottom of the table legs, the chair legs, nice soft thing, and it won't scratch your floor. Um, so if you get a dent um, an iron, and I know a lot of people don't use irons a lot anymore these days, but if you drop something heavy or you get a dent in your hardwood floor, you heat up an iron, basically get the dent moist, put a moist damp cloth over top of it, and just kind of rub that iron around on that in a circle motion on top of that dent, and it will help raise and pull that dent right back out of that hardwood floor. Um, and this is my personal favorite. So uh, squeaks in hardwood flooring, squeaks in old hardwood flooring, baby powder is the magic secret to that. So you basically just dust a generous good amount of baby powder over that hardwood floor. You can use a paintbrush and kind of just wash it into those cracks and everything, fill it up, clean everything away, and that baby powder in there will help Stop those squeaks from... A this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Curring around um, your old hardwood floors with the wood moving and everything as you uh, walk on it. Um, 
Cleaning a hardwood floor, microfiber cloth is the best, easiest, won't scratch, won't damage, won't hurt anything. Literally use a microfiber cloth for the pet hair and all the stuff that gets on your hardwood floor. It is the best thing to do for cleaning. Um, and then if you're moving stuff around, if you're rearranging furniture, if you're doing deep cleaning where you're moving all the furniture and moving it back, this is the craziest one you'll probably ever hear, but put socks right over your table legs, right over your chair legs, right over your furniture legs, just like you're getting dressed in the morning. You can move that furniture back and forth, all that you need. And then when you're done, lift it up, take the socks off. And All right, we're back. Flying through it as always, my favorite hour of the week. I'm going to jump right over to Linda. I want to thank her for uh, holding the line through the break. Linda, are you with us? Yes, I am. Hey, what do you got for us today? Thanks for calling. Oh, thank you for the show. Um, I have a crawl space that a contractor closed in for me. It's been about 20 years. I'm not really having any problems except for uh, in the winter, it gets cold. Okay. And I and he didn't put insulation. Okay, so but it's over existing garage. Uh huh. Um, and I know uh, I've had a few contractors come out and look at it. And some wanted to vent, then they said don't vent from the outside. Then they said vent from my basement. Then they said don't vent. So I don't know what to do. Okay, yeah. So did you say there's a garage? Underneath it? Well, it used to be a two-car garage, uh-huh. and then we had a garage built. Okay. Because uh, we needed the room. It's a small ranch house, and that's where the contractor did all the work. Okay. So so really, the the bottom line answer is going to be you want to you treat it like um, a basement. You want to insulate the perimeter of that to stop air from infiltrating in from around the outside. And then you want to ventilate it from somewhere inside the house. If you can ventilate it from the basement, leave like an area open Mm -hmm. where air can interchange from the main part of the basement. That would be good. If there's ductwork underneath there, the ductwork leaking will be good to uh, get air in there. The ductwork actually went overhead because the contractor got ahead of himself, and um, the HV, whatever they call them, came out, and they didn't have any room to put it in, so they had to put it in overhead. Oh, okay, okay. So so then there is good reason to ventilate that from the the rest of the existing part of the basement because you're not getting any air, you know, through leaky ductwork or cold air returns or anything like that. So I would I would honestly say, so at Mosby, we have been basically trained on the home scientifically, but every, you know, every shoe doesn't fit every person. Every scenario is a little bit different, and you got to th- look at the homes and really evaluate, you know, size and shape and how you get and how much air and stuff like that. But at Mosby, we could take a look at that, and we could really advise from a scientific standpoint, this is the best thing to do with this area, and this is what will make you, you know, the most comfortable right above it and everything. So I would say to, um, you know, give our office a call 
and you mm-hmm. know let them know that you you spoke to me on the air and everything, and that you have a crawl space that you want to try and maybe you know get it ventilated right and stuff like that, and and make mm-hmm. sure it's working right, and they can set either myself or one of our other consultants up to come out and take a look at that and then really give you the advice on this is what I would do to help the home. We do this sometimes, you know, as, as we do some of these meetings like this, sometimes as like a paid consultation service of a third party, really get mm-hmm. the right answer. But that's why I said, tell them you spoke to me on the air. Cause then we won't have to worry about that. Okay. And they'll just go ahead and send us out and let us take a look at it, and we can really advise you on the best direction to head with that. Okay. And do you do do you come to Lincoln County? Um, how far out is Lincoln County from St. Louis County? It's next to St. Charles. Oh yeah, yeah. Then we'll. It's yep. Not, I'm not past Winsfield. I'm. Yep. Oh yeah. No, you're you're. So you got a really good chance. It'll be me because okay. I live in Winghaven. So, oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm not far from you at all. So yeah, no, we'll definitely be out there. Not not a problem, and we can we can get you helped out and taken care of and everything. Okay, but uh, I, how would you inspect it inside? There's no, it, he sealed it all in. Um, so it'd probably be just a visual inspection of location from inside the basement, from outside the house. So it sounds like we're going to have to really find a path to get some ventilation to it um, from okay. the from the actual house. So I may not be able to see it um, if there's no access, but we can figure out what's the best way to to access it and and get an answer for you. Oh, okay, yeah, and I like that idea where you said you, you look at the everything. Yeah, because yeah. Like many contractors come out and swear by this or swear by that, and I'm like. But they didn't give me anything to tell me why. Yeah, no, it'll be a good educational experience, and, and you'll get some good answers, you know, on, on what's the best thing to do from it. So um, in our office number for, for you and for everyone out there, 314-909-1800, um, or you could look up our website at callmosby.com, and we have ways to set stuff up over over the website and all that, too. Um, so it's real easy to get things in and, and, you know, get appointments set and stuff like that. So I appreciate the call, Linda. Okay. Great question. So I, I, so I call Mosby then? I don't call Helitech? Yeah, I would start with us because there's going to be other okay. work with that, with insulation and cutting through okay. the concrete and doing that's, things that's, that okay. they might not do. Yep. Okay. I'll, and if I'll we need Helitech, once we figure it out, we'll get them in there. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Perfect. You're welcome, Linda. Thank you. And hey, it's been a great hour. Had a couple great calls. Um, Randy, love having you on. Thanks for coming again. Um, tell us one more time how everybody can reach you guys and, and get your services out at their house. Yeah, always a pleasure, Rich. Uh, our phone number again is 1 800 246 9721 or All right. Perfect. So. Real quick, I'm dumping here. I'm, I'm going to reach through this hat. I'm going to pull out a name. Um, okay, we got Linda. Linda actually won the gift card, so we will contact you next week and get that out to you. Everybody have a good week, and I will talk to you next week.